Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and the Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you're having a great time wherever you are or getting ready for a weekend and I am going to be on leave after this so it's going to be fantastic, really fantastic. Uh, a week to myself and I will be sleeping with glory. So, uh, thank you for your time and for joining me. Yesterday we talked about Hecla Tree, the uh, collapse of the Late Bronze Age, 1177 uh, BCE. Um, the the time around when um, the late Bronze Age civilization in the Mediterranean collapsed, uh, the Hittite empires, uh, the, Phine the, um, the empires in Turkey, in Canaan, modern-day uh, Lebanon, um, Israel, the, the Sea People, the Felicet that were formed, um, Egyptians, so all these people we talked about yesterday, and it was important because of the simple fact that uh, these people, um, the civilization collapsed, people spread far and wide, just like we have today as refugees. We have refugees going all about the place uh, during the Turkey earthquake, during the fighting, the Syrian war. It hasn't changed much. The labels have changed, but the mentality has not because it's not the label that defines the mentality. It is the mentality that defines the label. That's very important to understand. So we're going to continue on this topic because I want to bring you to something very important. Um, like I said, yesterday's, um, uh, yesterday's podcast was on the Bronze Age and how it influenced India. So we know that there was an, uh, a huge volcanic eruption during this time. It was called Hecla Tree. Um, in what is today modern-day West uh, Western Turkey, the fault line of the, of the of the modern Republic of Turkey, the fault line that's called the uh, Eastern Anatolian Fault Line and the Northern Anatolian Fault Line. The fault line continues to Greece, going upwards, up north, and down south. It go it goes underneath the Levant, which is Syria. Um, Aleppo and all those places. It goes to the uh, Lebanon. It goes under Israel. It goes under the Sinai Desert into the sea. So that's the fourth line. It follows the Red Sea, uh, the Red Sea coast, and that's why the Red Sea coast along Saudi Arabia is very seismic. Uh, that is important. Now, in Levin, should I say, the Hecla Three that happened, the massive volcanic eruption, around um, around this time, some people say 1000 BC, some say around 1135 BCE, plus or minus, um, and some people say 1021 BCE. What is important is to understand Hecla III, the volcanic eruption, uh, is brings about a huge, huge plague. Okay. Uh, it's very much like the plague of of um, of COVID nineteen. Now, we don't know exactly what happened. Okay, we don't know, but we can gauge uh, from what we see today, from the little data that we have, and we can see what happens when we have pandemics uh, like. Um, COVID-19. Now, we don't, like I said, we don't know if there was plague, but there were pandemics again and again and again um, because 
the fault line is always moving it there's always friction there's always turbulence there's always volcanic eruptions tsunamis um and so on and so forth so the massive massive explosion of hecla 3 would have produced first and foremost a huge cloud of ash englobing the entire mediterranean um north um southern and and northern southern and or central uh, europe uh latin europe all these places the uh, economy would have collapsed but what is important is to understand this ash forms what is known as a huge cloud a thick cloud okay uh, in the air and it's not over one place it's over the area and it doesn't allow the sun to penetrate so the moment the sun doesn't penetrate there's no oxygen coming for the plant life so the plant life sort of collapses and when you have plant life collapsing you know trees that are grow are stunted uh because the rings they don't form the bark around the trees it's not growing anymore so we have rings around the trees and the tree rings are very narrow to uh, there's no space between the bar uh, between the rings for the years that there's no oxygen coming through and you can see that in in oak trees uh in ireland and um and around the mediterranean because they have proof of that so they know which year it happened or around the time also the ash forms ash clouds uh, and it forms acidic clouds so when this acid rain falls to the ground it destroys the crops and so you'll have famine hunger uh, illness uh, more more pandemics and people flee okay now you're going people flee in all directions people flee in europe people flee in into africa people would even flee to north america because in those days there were more ice uh, icebergs in between the atlantic ocean so people will hop from one to the other going f- from the northern route which is um which is uh, from from uh, the mediterranean to the uk up north to uh scandinavian country what we call scandinavia nowadays and along the greenland part to north america to uh to uh, canada and uh, the united states and the american continent so they were gone even down that route what is the easiest to come would have been the indian subcontinent okay indian subcontinent would have been the most easiest place to come because it's warm there's water uh what is important to understand that these people would have brought their traditions with them very important they would have brought their traditions they would have brought their uh way of life they would have lo- brought their ideologies with them and they would have uh be remain come and stayed on the indian subcontinent now as you know the in hinduism or what we call hinduism today or dharma is very very open and liberal uh because it's to each his own you're supposed to be who you want to be you're supposed to be empower yourself from the inside with knowledge have that conversation talk um so those are the morals and the way of life of the of the society of that time and so they would have allowed these people these refugees and we are all descendants of these refugees okay but imagine them they are in this pandemic zone what do you think happens in a pandemic zone okay you have to isolate yourself very very important you have to isolate yourself you have to keep washing your hands washing yourself social distancing 
Uh, those who are sick would be isolated into green, into red zones. Okay, red zones, they would have had to do it. If not, the entire tribe would be sick. The entire tribe, because they moved in tribes, so the entire tribe would be um, would be affected, and so they would have to isolate themselves. That means they would have, the moment one tribe was sick or someone was sick, no one would want to go close to that tribe and they would be isolated. So it was it would have caused this isolation, not knowing what the problem was, um, would cause uh, untouchability because people would realize that if, if that one tribe is affected, that means everyone in that tribe is affected. So they would automatically keep their distance. And this untouchability became a mentality because they didn't know how to take care of it. So um, the message would, uh, would pass, the word would pass that these pe some people in those tribes are ill. Uh, immediately everyone would keep their distance from them and that became untouchability and that traveled onto the Indian subcontinent. So when they say, Hindus are untouchable. It's wrong. The untouchability starts from the Middle East and the Mediterranean because of the seismic zone. Very important. Very, very important. Untouchability is in the Old Testament. And coming to the Old Testament, um, Leviticus, which is chapter 3 of the Old Testament, you can read it from uh, verse, uh, chapter, um, the chapters 12 onwards, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, and you will see how they treated people in those days uh, for untouchability or for illness or for pandemics. Now, why am I bringing this up to you? I'm bringing this up to you because um, Heckler 3 happened around... Like I said, approximately 1135 AD, um, plus or minus. Now, they were all already recurring other earthquakes, smaller earthquakes, smaller tsunamis, smaller diseases, and also smaller volcanic eruptions that would happen. Okay, But what this time brought about, very importantly, was the kingdom of Israel, the Hebrew people, and the Hebrew people, uh, Semitic-speaking speak sorry, Semitic-speaking tribes near the ancient East. Now that we understand Hecla tree, now that we understand the pandemics, now that we understand the refugees that it produced and went into different directions, that void left something very important. The slaves that freed themselves from Pharaoh in Egypt, okay, then had an exodus crossed over the Nile and then in onto the Sinai Desert. And they stayed in the Sinai Desert for 40 days. Why? Because this region was affected by a massive volcanic eruption where the civilization of the Bronze Age collapsed. So that Bronze Age collapse is very, very important. Um, it brought about uh, destruction, disease, death, and uh, finally refugees. And in order to save themselves from this land, from this area, the Hebrews who uh, left Egypt, who fled from Egypt, held themselves in the desert for 40 years. Okay. Uh, during that time, they stayed at the base of Mount Sinai, which is said to be modern-day uh, Saudi Arabia in the north. Um, they were behind a mountain, so the mountain protected them. There was water, running water, so they had water. And then they had food, obviously, because they had animals. And water in those days was pure, and it was clean, and it, connect it had 
something called minerals, uh, uh, many minerals, D3, and D3 mixed with the sun, uh, the heat of the sun produces, uh, can kill multiple, multiple illnesses and, and diseases. So they were the heat of the sun protected from by the Mount Sinai, protected from the collapse of the civilization, uh, protected from these diseases and pandemics. So you didn't have the volcanic ash or um, all of the above coming onto you, sort of protection with running water. And these people would then, so they knew what untouchability was. They knew what diseases was. They knew, they knew what sicknesses were. They knew what illnesses were. They knew how to keep themselves socially distant. And they knew that they had to wash their hands and feet and keep clean all the time. And we hear a lot of cleanliness in the Bible, in the Old Testament. Why? Because it was born out of the Bronze Age collapse or of volcanic collapse, even if the dates don't match around this time. We don't know exactly. But you're looking at uh, a cleanliness not to invoke the heavens, but a cleanliness for physical, actual, territorial reasons given the context of their time. And this context was around the Bronze Age. Uh, the after effects of the Bronze Age went on for at least 18 years, but the economy took 400 years to go into decline, and the Bronze Age civilization never came back. So that's important. Now, when the Israelites were formed, the kingdom was formed, they institutionalized uh, laws and traditions only to keep themselves um, away from these pandemics, away from these social problems, away from the diseases, uh, the earthquakes. And then there you will see their laws are all about um, all about social distancing. Very, very important. Their laws are all about social distancing. Um, so that's why they have quarantine. Quarantine comes with quaranta means four, four, four or 40, 40 days. That means they were in isolation. They would keep themselves in isolation. And that isolation was called quaranta or quarantine in, La in Latin. And that became English. It then became a symbol of, of distancing themselves from one person to the other, one area from the other. And so they had what is called, what we call today in Islam is Sharia zones, very important. Sharia zones are zones where people who live there follow certain rules and regulations. And these regulations were born out of the collapse of the Mediterranean due to uh, volcanic eruptions and also the collapse of the Bronze Age. So um, how these people treated uh, ill people who were ill, people who were affected during this time. You have to read the Old Testament from chapter one to chapter uh, from the first five chapters. Okay, Deuteronomy um, is the first chapter. Genesis, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not sure about the name of the chapters. But the first five chapters of the Old Testament, my dear friends, if you get a hand on that book, you can go online and read it. So what I'm trying to bring out here is that these rules for cleanliness are not because of God. Uh, the God was invoked because uh, they didn't know anything better. When you don't know better, you invoke something that is abstract and something that you make believe and tell yourself, he helped me and that's why it's I'm okay. So they invoke the heavens um, 
and at that point what they did was in, in institutionalized laws to keep themselves socially distanced from each other to keep themselves washed up all the time um, and not to and to heal every time they got ill uh, but if they didn't uh, if they still got sick which you still will because we know that during COVID a lot of us took those vaccines and still got sick so we took that uh, they took that those traditions build out of a certain desert context okay the context of deserts institutionalize it and then took it around the world mainly because they wanted to trade and secondly mainly because they wanted to flee also from this area because it's a very difficult area to live now that difficult area to live uh, meant um, uh, chastising people who did not follow their rules and regulations, chastising people who mixed around with uh, those who were ill, those who were sick, those who had leprosy, skin diseases. That's what uh, chastising is. Now, those people who were ill probably didn't have anyone to help them. And so that's why uh, instead of the state taking care of them, individual people took care of them. But it was okay because it was slightly... Um, they were intelligent enough to keep their distance and inform uh, rules and regulations. But these rules and regulations were then uh, institutionalized and became a religion. So these ideologies come from the context of the desert and that part of the desert that's on a fault line that has uh, geological problems causing... Um, causing you uh, to suffer and die, starve and die, um, go into battle and nothing left for you. So that's that's what it was inspired for, to be clean. And, and they invoked God at every corner. So from that God, from that God, um, from that concept of God in conjunction with the uh, ge geography of that time became what we know now as Judaism. Okay, uh, those who didn't follow the laws were said to be cursed by God. If you were cursed by God, then you were sent to hell. You were discarded to hell. And what they would do is hang you on the cross. So that was their way of punishing people who did not follow their rules and regulations, did not follow the Torah or the laws of their ancestors who saved themselves from the Sinai Desert. And to respect them, they invoked the gods, not the cleanliness, but they invoked the gods and... Um, Guess what? Uh, we have the traditions we have today. But there were a lot of people who did not agree with them, who did not listen to them. And one was Jesus, my friends. He was the one who didn't listen to them. And he was crucified on the cross for him, uh, for that. And his, his followers fled to Rome, fled to Turkey, fled to all these areas in order to escape punishment from, um, from the authorities for for spreading the news like a charity spreading the news spreading knowledge so that they may live through this very difficult pandemic era uh and once these people uh broke down i mean their 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 laws their um the kingdom broke into two uh and in that fight and eventual disappearance they had to flee to other lands especially uh, uh turkey rome um you have northern uh, southern uh, europe then the other side you also have um you also have uh india where they're going to india the indian subcontinent 
and all their traditions of uh, segregation for a particular context was then sent on to the Indian subcontinent and from where we get untouchability. So yes, this untouchability comes out of a special context of an era and a context where people did not know any better, had to do what they had to do to survive. We're grateful for them, but we don't have to go down that road because today we got hospitals, so on and so forth. So this is how it influenced India, all these concepts of Dalit, all these concepts of poverty, Dalit, born out of the fact that you are not following God in his commandments or in his way of life. Although it's for the Levit, those people at, did, at that time did not think so. They thought that, oh, God saved them once, so they have to sing the praises of God all the time. Um, and from there, my dear friends, you get untouchability and you get Dalit. So it's very important to understand the chain of events that happens in order to come to this Dalit. And that is why people, uh, these uh, Abrahamic religions start and they think they are the truth, the way, the life. Because God saved them once from the collapse of the Bronze Age and the Mediterranean volcanic eruptions and, and possible pandemics and, uh, you know, um, pandemics in this area. So that was where the story comes from and it was institutionalized. Now you can have a story, but if you institutionalize that religion, you have to put in the context of the uh, geology and the geography, which everyone has forgotten. So once they have that, uh, then you can plan ahead. And because they wanted to distinguish themselves from the others, they invented the concept of I am the truth, the way, the life. Because God saved us, obviously, we are the truth, the way, the life. But if there are many other people around, that means even God saved them. So what do you have to say to them? But, but from here, we get this Judaic ideology of uh, supremacy that's transferred to Christians and transferred to he uh, Islamic. Because they all come out from the main source, the main shell. And that, my dear friends, is how uh, what happened in the uh, um, in uh, the Hittite area, Turkey, uh, the Levant, uh, Egypt now comes to um, now comes to um, influence the Indian subcontinent. As a footnote, you've seen people wearing the sari. Indians wear the sari. Where does the sari come from? Okay. The sari comes is very similar to the dress that Jesus was wearing around this time. The Romans were wearing. You see how they draped the, the palu at the, at the back of their, uh, you know, from the front to the back. Uh, look at the ancient Greeks. Look at the ancient Romans. That is the typically almost the Indian sari. And from there we get the saris uh, molded over time, adjusted over time. But we probably all got the saris from there. So this area of the east of Mediterranean comes to a complete standstill and 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 uh, destruction and from there people fled and a lot of their knowledge comes our knowledge comes from them so once they flee uh and and they well those who didn't flee and caused their own, invented their own kingdom and their own ideology, they decided that everyone else who did not follow them was a pagan. Um, everyone was a pagan, but that's not what the idols were there. The idols are there to tell a story. The idols are there to tell you a symbolism. And you're supposed to fill yourself with that symbolism or learn the knowledge uh, from that time. And what did they do right? What did they do wrong? And how can I use that to, to 
to uh, prevent another disaster like this. And that was very, very important because we are currents and waves. It's our currents that form the waves. So to come back to the point, I was talking to someone last weekend and he and and they said, those two people said, oh, but we are pagans. You never use the word pagan. It's a derogatory word, very important to let you know. The word should not be used. It was for a time when the Hebrews were trying to sh distinguish themselves from those who did not follow their rules and regulations and, and got sick. So they called these people the pagans, the non-Hebrew people, and the Hebrews were special people going straight to Yahweh or to Hashem, which is their word for God. Um, so this heckletry sort of, you know, is still continuing ideologically um, in, in modern world but we don't remember where it actually comes from so that's very important and i told the person please do not use the word pagan again because pagan is a derogatory word and if someone asks you about pagan uh say it's in the bible but say you're i'm sorry but it's incorrect because no god it's the best way to uh, to um this is the best way to to go about it and the best way to challenge someone how can you be pagan um I mean, if God didn't like pagans, if God really didn't like pagans, then at that point he would not he would not even create them. So you're telling me you you God created the earth, the moon, the stars in seven days when he couldn't control the pagans. So using pagan is a very good way to distinguish themselves from uh, Abrahamic ideologies because Abrahamic ideologies both have this kufr, najas means dirty, mushrik, all comes from there. The Hebrews invented a system where they would not use the stone idols to tell a story of the past, to tell uh, um, to, to relate a junction in life and to make us learn from that junction because we're all currents and waves. So that's what uh, uh, this happened. Uh, slowly by slowly we healed. And uh, uh, my point here is to tell you that untouchability does not come from... Uh, does not come from the Indian, from from Hindus. The untouchability in Dalit don't come from Hindus. Dalit means poor, and it comes out of this region. And from there, we also get, um, yeah, Dalit caste and Hindu. So it's very important to understand that caste is not Hindu. Dalit is not Hindu. Caste is Latin, and Dalit is Latin. Sorry, Dalit is Hebrew. So on that note, I will take your time. If you want, you can go out there and read. Heckler tree is the word. Ramses II and his reign, the Egyptians. And you can also have my podcast, hubhopper.com. And the important thing is to understand these currents that form the ways how they have influenced Indian South continent they bring the concept of caste uh, sorry they bring the concept of um, untouchability they bring the concept of poverty discrimination and today we're paying the price so we have to understand these currents in order to tackle them and to go forward and to and to heal ourselves once we do that we will be on our way so on that note my friends today's topic was about heckler tree the volcanic eruption that that brought down the the Bronze Age and her people who fled uh, the different regions uh, around in order to seek uh, gratitude and their hospitality. Uh, basically, that was it. So, again, don't forget to uh, don't forget to do. Um, 
your homework. Do not forget to have that conversation. Spread it among your friends and try and understand the currents that form your waves. You can go onto YouTube and you can find many videos on the Bronze Age collapse and that eventually leads to the Hebrews uh, 3,000 years ago, 3,006 approximately. And from there you also have uh, the formation of the Christian Empire. The Christian Empire then collapses and we eventually have uh then we eventually have um islam uh so if you can do your homework on that it'll be great absolutely great um and hopefully we learn something and we'll heal on that so for now i take your leave i thank you very much for your time i hope you have a great day a great weekend until we meet again my friends